What's up, everybody? I am back for another edition of Beards on the Gridiron with your host, Tommy Tomatoes. We are catless today. Um, he had uh, some things he had to attend to, so it's just going to be me. And with that said, when it's usually me, I'm just going to take you into the Eagles and what I think about my 2-3 and three football team thus far. But And, and of course, I'm going to make my Week 6 picks, too, as well. But before I even do that, I'm going to take you into what beer I'm drinking for today. And I chose this nice 32-ounce Miller High Life, which is um, it's, it's actually very good. I actually enjoy it. You know, I always drink Miller Light all the time because I think it's one of the best-tasting light beers. And I was like, you know what? I've never had a Miller High Life before, so I really wanted to give it a shot. Um, it's like, it, it tastes just like Miller Lite, but like a little bit sweeter. You can tell it's a regular beer. Um, this might be one of my favorite, actually, regular beers. It's right up there with Budweiser, and I love Budweiser. So I'm going to give this uh, an 8.7. Love it. So let me take a sip right now real quick before I dive in. All right. So as I sit here on Thursday, the day where the Eagles are playing the Buccaneers, Lord help me tonight. I'll get into that in a second, but what I want to get into first is I, you know, it's what, four days past the fact, four or five days, whatever it is, past the fact of the Eagles playing the Carolina Panthers in Carolina, and I still have no idea how the Eagles even won that game. Um, just from the get-go, just with the stupid bubble screen, stupid screen passes, and um, Nick Sirianni's refusal to even run the ball is just ridiculous. So I, the way that game started, you know, and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I love me a good, I don't wanna do shit for three quarters and somehow win the game in the fourth quarter. I, I think that's hysterical, which is pretty much what the Ravens did to the Colts on Monday night. Anyway, so game started out, I'm not feeling good. I'm thinking about jumping out the window. Um, I started out this little rant by saying that these stupid screen passes by Nick Sirianni and his horrible game plan, which is just, it's, it's just mind boggling to me at this point, because I mean, you're five games in, you know, Jalen Hurts is trying to figure it out. You know, the defense is trying to figure it out, new scheme, new, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, with your adjustments, you were, you were one of the worst coaches I've seen in adjustments thus far. So, you know, maybe he gets better. Maybe he doesn't. I did have some feelings during that game where I was like, this, this, this guy keeps this, keeps this up. This could be a one and done season for him. So, I mean, the game didn't start out too well. The defense played pretty well um, to start with. They were a little shaky at first, but they really got it together. Um, Javon Hargrave is just a man, a, I mean, a, bo a man amongst boys, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Fletcher Cox, you know, even uh, came up the show. Uh, Josh Sweat even got himself a sack. Not really sure about Barnett, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of almost out on him. But anyway, um, Darius, this, but this, but this game is all about the, you know, the play of Darius Slay. He was spectacular um, on Sunday against the Panthers. He had two interceptions. Big play Slay living up to that name, and we just confused Darnold left and right. We had a lot of good mixtures between zone and man coverages, and we disguised a lot of our um, our calls too as well, which is a credit to Gannon. He did make adjustments. And I'd actually, at some point during that game too, I think it, uh, there was a story that came out last week where I think Marcus Hayes of, uh, you know, uh, he's on the, um, the reports, uh, you know, for the Eagles, uh, that Sirianni really drilled into uh, Gannon on Monday after the game against uh, Kansas City. 
that uh, he was very, you know, conservative in his play calls and putting up 40 points is unacceptable. And I tweeted at him and I was like, does this mean get like, you know, getting gets to kick down Nick Sirianni's door? Because I'm telling you, that offense was abysmal. Um, but, you know, I got to give credit to Jalen Hurts too as well. He started off very slow. Um, he wasn't good. Um, he had a couple nice throws and a couple of decent plays, but he really hung in there and, and, and really like, you know, kept it together. And he, he somehow pulled up that win um, in Carolina. Um, I, I don't know what to think about Jalen Rager thus far either. I know I'm kind of all over the place and, you know, just four days, five days after the fact, I really got to start doing like, like a little recording on just what I think about the game afterwards uh, because I'm just trying to collect some thoughts. Uh, Steven Nelson had himself a pick. Uh, linebackers are still a, a pretty big issue. Uh, defensive line was really was really good. Um, they gave Sam Darnold fits, and they were constantly giving him pressure, which, I mean, I thought they had to do to win the game. So, luckily, the offense got going in the fourth to win that game because the defense really showed out. But that is the definition of a steal of a victory. Uh, Eagles won that game 21-18, to which is a huge win and a season-saving win, by the way. Um, I, I, again, I'm just going to keep this in mind. I, it's not about the wins and losses this year. It's about the Jalen Hurts progression and if he's the answer going forward. And um, I'm at a push for that game because when he really, he really hung in there and kept it together, he didn't start off the game well and he didn't get it together until the fourth quarter. So no, no, there's not too many teams out there that are going to allow you to suck for 45 minutes of a game and then somehow really pull it off. Uh, not a lot of teams are going to do that. So luckily we had the Panthers this week and they did they did a horrible job themselves. Um, you know, Matt Rule is a great coach. I love Matt Rule. I love Joe Brady down there too as well. I forget the D coordinator, but the, he has those D, that, D, uh, that defense playing very well. Um, but they, they, they play like shit. So that's all I got to say. Really, really stole the win. Uh, please give the ball to Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell a little bit. You got to get those running backs involved. Um, I, don't, I don't see it happening against Tampa. Uh, Levante David's out, but, you know, I think you're going to see them a lot in the passing game. So now let's uh, let's go into this, this, this freaking game uh, for tonight. So when I woke up this morning, I had a 38-21 to 21 victory for the Buccaneers in my mind. Um, and then, you know, I kind of like saw the matchups and they do have some decent matchups. Um, so let me go to the Eagles offense really quick. Let me load that up to Tampa Bay's defense. So we got David out. We got Winfield out. And their, their corners aren't really that good. I mean, I love me some Richard Sherman, but I think these wide receivers are going to be too fast for him. So I, I'm expecting a big game from... Well, and uh, well, Goddard's out too, but I'm going to go. So anyway, I'm expecting a big game from Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, and uh, Zach Ertz. Um, I don't think uh, they really have anybody to really cover Zach Ertz. So I think he's a big play for tonight. And I think Devontae Smith is going to have a pretty decent showing too as well. And I love me some Quez Watkins. The only guy I'm really skeptical of is uh, Jalen Rager, which I, I don't really know what to think of him right now. That offensive line is, is pretty pretty good for the most part. Um, Dickerson, Dill Dillard even is still hanging in there at left tackle. If it was up to me, I would have Maialata playing left tackle and Dillard playing, um, actually Dillard not playing at all. So right now the offensive line reads is Dillard, Dickerson, Kelsey, Her uh, not Herbig, 
I keep, I keep saying Herbin because I think he should be the right guard, but Driscoll and then Maialata. What I would do is I would sit uh, Dillard. I would put Maialata back in a spot, keep Dickerson at left guard, put Kelsey at center, put Driscoll at right guard, and then put, um, oh no, put um, Herbig at right guard. See, I'm even getting messed up. And Driscoll at right tackle. I think the offensive line is pretty decently well played to do that. And I don't want to mess up Maialata too much because he's been lights out in the blind side for Jalen Hurts. So I, I would really like having Maialata there, but you got to give credit to Dillard. Uh, he's been playing very well at the left tackle spot, and that's a credit to him. He lost confidence and he gained it back. And uh, big credit to Jeff Stoutland actually for sticking with him. So what do I see in this game? So I, originally I said I, I think it's going to be a 38 to 21 uh, game when I woke up this morning. I'm now dropped down a little bit. I think um, I think we're going to be seeing like a 34-24 type of game. Uh, I still think the Buccaneers are going to be too much for the Eagles, but they they have a shot. They, they, they I really think they do have a shot as time goes on a little more. It all depends how the game plan is and how Jalen Hurts plays, honestly. Because and well, actually, actually, well, I'll get into it in a second. So I'm, I'll stick with the offense, talking about that first, and then we'll get into the matchups on defense, which I don't really like too much. But anyway, so I think this game is going to really dictate on uh, Tampa's D-line against the Eagles' offensive line. And I'm a huge fan of a really big trench battle, but that's what it's going to come down to. Because I don't think the I think these receivers are a mismatch for uh, the Buccaneers' defensive backfield, and they haven't been good at all in their defensive backfield. And I know Tampa's been really great against the run, but... You, you can't ignore that Levante David's out this week, so maybe that might have a little bit of difference there. He's still got Devin White there, and he's been eh for the most part this year. So I think you're going to see – I think the Eagles are going to be able to move the ball fairly well. They're going to be able to score some points, and it all comes down to whether they can keep up. Um, so I'm going to go to the defensive side. Let me just set it up real quick. And Philadelphia – Okay, so now we got the Eagles defense against the Tampa Bay offense. And I really wish I was going to this game because I just kind of want to see Tom Brady. I mean, how many more chances do we have? He does say he wants to play till he, he wants to play till he's 50. So actually, I won't have another chance in Philly because if you play the, the Buccaneers again, it'll be in Tampa. Anyway, I'll make it around to see him. I've seen a lot of great quarterbacks in my time. Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning uh, comes to mind. Tony Romo comes to mind, too. Dak Prescott I've seen, too. Um, i trying to think who else I've seen over my time. Yeah, Vic, obviously, played for the Eagles. Um, and I did see him as the Falcons, too, as well. I saw him in the NFC Championship game back in uh, 04 when they made it to the Super Bowl. That was awesome. Um... Anyway, so that, that's, a, that's a decent amount of uh, good quarterbacks I've seen over my time. So, anyway, let's go to the <laughs> – nobody cared. So, let's go to the Eagles' D-line against the Tampa Bay O-line. Um, I don't like Barnett too much. Um, I think he's a liability in, you know, in everything. And just overall discipline, honestly. So, I don't, I don't really like the matchup there, but – Hargrave, Cox, and Sweat is a great tandem. And let's give credit where credit's due. Kerrigan got his first tackle of the season last week. So, you know, things are looking up for him. But 
I remember actually now that I think about it too. I remember there was a play where Kerrigan dropped into coverage. What the hell are we doing dropping Kerrigan into coverage? It's just it just makes me laugh sometimes. Like sometimes the coaches outcoach themselves, you know. So I mean that's just stupid. And then we have the Tampa Bay offense um, wide receivers and tight ends. So no Gronkowski tonight. So you're gonna see OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. I'm a big fan of Cameron Braid. I think Cameron Braid's a tremendous player. And I like OJ Howard. I think he's a tremendous player too as well. Um, I don't know why they don't use him that much, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm expect I I'm, I got a feeling. I, I think this is gonna be a Chris Godwin type of game. Um, I think they're gonna do a decent job on Mike Evans tonight. I think Slay is gonna be on Mike Evans for the most part. Um, I know Slay likes to be on the uh, other teams number one wide receiver and he's very he very much should be but there's going to be times where he's not going to be and it's going to be times like this because there are so many number one wide receivers that Tom Brady can go to in this offense so I don't think you're going to see too much of traveling with Slay because I think that Godwin and Brown are just as much as massive threats to score points than, than Evans is as well so I'm expecting a big game, big game from Godwin tonight. Big game from, eh, yeah, big game from Antonio Brown too. But I think Evans is going to be the outlier here. I think he's going to be shut down fairly well. And if I'm wrong, you know, just spam me. Uh, so, oh man. And then you got Steve Nelson, Avante Maddox. I, I am a big fan of, of Avante Maddox, and Steven Nelson is coming along very well too. They're gonna they're gonna need to have mistake free football tonight, and that's that's kind of rough saying that because we we lead the league at an alarming rate and a record setting rate I should say with penalties, so we can't be beating ourselves to giving like you know the Buccaneers good field position because we're gonna lose this, lose this game very quickly. Um, the Eagles linebackers are just awful, so I do anticipate Leonard Fournette having a very big game too as well. Um, Eric Wilson has been everything I thought he wasn't going to be, so that that, that sucks. <laughs> Alex Singleton is <coughs> great, great guy, good special teams player, but when he's asked to go into a position to play linebacker, you can see where the you know where he um, is a liability, he's a liability in coverage. He's not a good run defender. He's just you know, I mean, there. He's just a the body there. You know, so. That, that kind of sucks because like, he's a really good special teams player. So I think he'll stay around for that. But I hope this team changes their philosophy and what they think about linebackers. I really hope that they actually make an attempt at this uh, to start upgrading the linebackers. And maybe Gannon will have a say in that if uh, they move forward or, you know, if, if they do move forward. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that happens. But um I still think this is going to be a 34 to 24 type of game. I uh, I would be I would be shocked if the Eagles pulled out a win here. I really I, I really would. I think they'll hang around there like they did with the Chiefs, but I will be I will be so shocked if uh, you know the Eagles even like you know somehow pulled off a victory and and won this game. So. Just something I, I want to say too as well. I texted Connor about this actually a couple days ago. I think if, let's say if the Eagles, well, actually, who cares? So let's say um, trade deadline's coming up in a couple weeks. I think you're going to see some Eagles on their way out. Maybe like a Zach Ertz, you know, uh, 
keep an eye on Fletcher Cox. You know, those maybe depending on how they feel how, and then what veterans they start shipping off. But I think they should upgrade the wide receiving room. Um, just from, from an upgrading standpoint, what I mean is someone who is a veteran wide receiver because you got a rookie in um, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager in his second year, and then Krez Watkins in his second year. These are very young wide receivers. I think they should really get like an, a nice veteran to join that room. So people that just guys that come to mind is like a Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks would be a tremendous asset to this to this team. And just the fact that he is very, very good. And he's also been through it all. He's been on different teams. He's seen different locker rooms. He's dealt with different personalities, different coaches, and all, all this stuff. And you could use him in any way you want. You could you could run uh, short routes, intermediate routes, uh, deep threat. You could be a deep threat if you want him to be. He could do a lot of different things. But I just want to get that out there because I, th- I think they just need someone with experience in that wide receiving room. And I would say get like get a linebacker and trade that line. But that's this is an all this is all just giving snaps to guys, and most of it's going to have to take uh, till next offseason to uh, make that kind of difference. But So final score for tonight, I believe, is going to be like a 34-24 victory for the Buccaneers. Eagles are going to hang around a little bit, but, you know, overall, I don't think they're that good. They're, well, I, I don't think they're good enough to stick with the Buccaneers. And, you know, next week they got the Raiders, and the schedule, like, really softens up a lot for them. So we'll see how it goes. But with that said, let me just dive into my week six picks and then we'll get out of here and then we'll give you back to our regular programming next uh, next week. All right, everybody. So week six picks starts now. All right. So I already dove into what I think about the Buccaneers and Eagles game. So 34-24 victory for the Buccaneers. Eagles going to drop the two and four. But hey, you know what? Did anyone really see them uh, doing anything better? And plus, there's this is a game where they're supposed to get this shit kicked out of them. So, you know, if they hang around there a little bit, I'll be happy. Uh, next game, we got another London game on the schedule. And I love me some London games. We got the Dolphins and the Jaguars. And I think the Jaguars just a complete mess. Um, I don't think two was back yet, so I think it's going to be Jacoby Percet. This game is honestly a toss-up in my opinion. Um, I see the Jaguars upsetting the Dolphins here. Um, if I put a score on it, I think it's going to be a shit show. So um, I'm going to say seven, no, 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 no. 21-17 Jaguars. Uh, next game on the slot, we got the Vikings at the Panthers. Woof, this is, this is a good game, actually. Um, you know, Sam Darnold, maybe he rebounds next week. I mean, the Carolina coaching staff had a really rough go of it last week. So I think they might. Vikings had another emotional win where they almost coughed the game away against the Lions. Um, I think the Panthers are going to rebound. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Panthers uh, 27, Vikings 20. Uh, and we got the Chargers and the Ravens, and Ravens with that huge win on Monday night coming back. And again, like I said, with the Eagles going against the Panthers, I love me a good, I don't want to do shit for three quarters and win the game somehow. So another example of that happening with the Colts and Ravens game. So with that said, I'm going to pick the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to go in there to Baltimore. And they're going to and they're going to beat the Ravens. I think it's going to be a very close game, but I think you're, this, you're going to see some fireworks. And they should. I know it's kind of too early to uh, flex games, but when when Russell went down, which is a Sunday night game, it's the Seahawks and Steelers. When Russell went down, this should this should have been a game where they were like, "Hey, early season flex, let's do it." 
So anyway, Chargers are going to win this game 31-28. It's going to be very close. Next game on the schedule, we got the L.A. Rams and just the injury-riddled New York Giants. Um, and I, I feel terrible for them, and I'm sure if Connor was here, we'd have a good good time talking about just the unfortunate um, unfortunate uh, injuries that, they, that they've had between Daniel Jones, uh, Saquon Barkley going down. Then you got, um, you know, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton working back from hamstring injuries. And I'm always concerned about the hamstring issues because soft tissue injuries, they really have a chance to linger around for a while. Um, even if the Giants were healthy, I would still probably pick the Rams here. So um, I'm, I'll pick the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I think it's going to be 34-24. I think a 10-point victory for the Rams at the MetLife this weekend. Uh, then we got the Texans and the Colts. Um, I think the Colts are going to start. Say the Colts started one and four, and things are going to. I mean, you know, everyone started downing the Colts a little bit, but you got to give it to Carson, man. Carson had a great showing on Monday night. Um, they probably should have won that game because they played very well, but they just didn't. They just didn't have it uh, to close out that game. So um, the Colts' schedule gets really weak after the first like five games, and we're now starting week six now. So. I think the Colts are going to start winning again, starting with this one. Uh, the Colts are going to beat the Texans. I'm going to say 28-17. Uh, no, you know what? I'm going to say Texans 14. Um, I think I think the Colts are going to be able to handle them fairly well. Then we got the Chiefs traveling to Washington, and, you know, I, I just made the last segment just a quick, just little state of the Eagles type of thing. What I thought about the Carolina Panthers and what I thought about the uh, the game tonight. But what a freaking mess this whole Washington organization is. And John Gruden. It's just unacceptable. It's horrible. It's just, it's disgusting. And I'm with everybody. John Gruden can't be the only guy going down for this. I mean, he's a disgusting human being for what he said. Overrated coach, and Connor will tell you. Connor hates John Gruden. Uh, I know. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of him, but Car Connor absolutely cannot stand that man. And I love bringing him up because I just love seeing him get all flustered. But anyway, so other than Connor hating John Gruden, I mean, reality is he's just not a good person. You know, for like if if those are the really the ways you think, and this and, the, and well. I say this day and age, but like you should never think that way. But it's just, it's just the reality. It's a problem. It's just the reality of it being a problem, and it's just, it sucks. It really does because it's just an ugly part of the world. Is the racism and the hate and the, you know, against people's sexualities. It's just terrible. Anyway, so I hope more comes out with Washington. We start weeding out these freaking terrible people out of the NFL. <laughs> Bruce Allen, Dan Snyder. Uh, so anyway, so I think the Chiefs and and okay, another thing too, the Washington football team decided to retire Sean Taylor's jersey this weekend. Like, could you make it more obvious that you're trying to take the attention off of the fact that you guys are just terrible people and there's more to be like spit out? If I was Sean Taylor's family, they'd be like, nah, you know, nah, don't don't do that, not at this time. Anyway, so the Chiefs are going to win this game, obviously. Uh, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win, and I hope they beat the shit out of this team. Uh, I think it's going to be 35-17 Chiefs. Um, 
Next game, we got the Packers and the Bears. And I hope Chiefs fans fill that stadium. It seems every time I like watch a Washington football team game, whether it's the Eagles playing them or somebody else, it's just a stadium filled of opposing fans. And I hate that field. You know what? Just get rid of the team. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you can tell how much I hate the Washington football team. So anyway, uh, we'll go to the Packers and the Bears. Um, Bears have a decent defense. I think Justin Fields is playing again. Um, I, th- I think I think he's okay. I, he was a little dinged up last week. Um, I hope the well, I hope the Packers win just because that means Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams did good because I have them on my fantasy team and that's really all I have going for me after tonight when the Eagles lose. But anyway, so I think the Packers are going to win this game. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, I think it's going to be a thirty-one to twenty-four game. I think it's going to be like a last sec. No, you know what? 34, 20, 31, 27. I think it's going to be a last like driving touchdown for Aaron Rodgers and company to win this game. Um, so next week we have the Bengals and the Lions. And are, are we ready to admit that maybe like I, we, I and Connor were wrong on the Bengals? They might be a good team. Their defense is better than I thought they would be. Um, their offense has to keep uh, you know Joe Burrow upright though because that's the that's the big part. Jamar Chase has been a complete animal. Um, so Bengals are going to win this game, I believe. Um, I think the I think they're both going to be able to put up points because uh, Dan Campbell seems like a really awesome coach to play for. Uh, his press conference last week, if anybody has time to go look that up, um, that just just shows me just how great of a guy and just probably players were just. So like so pumped to play for this type of dude because he got so emotional after that loss that and he just mentioned that his players did everything they could to win that game. They put their hearts out and they left it all on the field. And I, I don't know, he just seems like a great guy to play for. So uh, Bengals are going to win this game. I think it's going to be twenty-seven. You know what? Twenty-seven, twenty-four. I think it's going to be a field goal. Lions at home, and the Lions are going to start getting progressively better. They play teams tough. You know they really do. Next game, okay, we have the Cardinals and the Browns, and I think I'm ready to admit it. I was wrong about the Cardinals. I was dead wrong about the Cardinals, and it's okay. You know, sometimes you get them right, sometimes you get it wrong. I thought they would take a little bit before they started to get things rolling. No, nah, they ran right out of the gate, and they've just been lighting people up. So Cardinals, uh, Browns, I think the Browns are going to win this game. Um just because, I mean, they're 5-0. and The Browns are at home. You got Baker. Uh, Baker hasn't been that great this year. All right. Uh, I'll stick with it. I'll go Browns. Um, Browns 27, Cardinals 20. I'm going to go same score. 27-24, God, Browns. Uh, next next game we have is the Dallas Cowboys and the England Patriots. And, the, and Dallas is amazing this year. So that sucks. Cowboys gonna win that game probably. Uh, 34 34-20. It could be because the Patriots offense isn't that great right now. And Mac Jones the rookie. He's you know, he's gonna take his growing pains and all that kind of stuff. Next game we got the Raiders and the Broncos. The first game with John Gruden not on the sideline for the Raiders, and I think this game couldn't possibly there's gonna they have a lot of distractions this week a lot of distractions and maybe they rally around the special teams coach i hope I, I forget his name and I, i'm really ashamed that i did and that i do because i should give him that respect but um i hope maybe they rally around him uh but maybe they don't maybe they're just too distracted 
Um, I'll pick the Broncos to win uh, just because for all those question marks I just named. Uh, I think the Broncos are going to beat them pretty pretty handily. Um, I think it could be a 20, 27, eh, 27-14, 27-17, somewhere in that range. I'll pick 17. I'll make it a 10-point victory. Uh, next game, we got the Seahawks and the Steelers. And Geno Smith is leading the Seahawks into Pittsburgh this weekend. And I've never been so not excited to watch a primetime Sunday night game because of that fact. Um, I think the Steelers are going to win this game. And, and it's not going to be pretty uh, because Ben is is not that great either. He's been turning the football over. He just looks slow. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even know what kind of score to pick because I don't know what the Seahawks offense is going to look like. Um, I'll pick Steelers uh, 20, Seahawks 17. I'll make, I'll make it close. Uh, and last game of the week, we got the Buffalo Bills, my new favorite to win the Super Bowl this year, maybe. Um, either way, I think it's going to be Bills and Packers, but uh, Bills look amazing right now. Uh, all, all three phases of the game playing well. Josh Allen is, a, is just a men amongst boys playing the quarterback position. The guy runs like a wide receiver. He throws like a beast. He's, he's, he's awesome. So they're traveling to Tennessee to play the Titans. I think Julio Jones is still out, but A.J. Brown is coming back. Oh, he came back last week, and he was all right. Maybe he's still working back from that hamstring. Um, Derrick Henry will get his, but Buffalo's defense is, is really good too. But Tennessee's defense is not that great. So I'm going to pick the Bills to win this game. I'm going to say 38 to – it could be a blowout. 38-20. 38-21. I'm going to go with that. And maybe I'm dead wrong. Who knows? We'll see. So that's my week six picks right now. Um, I don't know really where I'm at with uh, record-wise, but next week I'll have uh, – I'm going to count them. I'm, I'm going to go through them a little bit. And give you my uh, my status update for that. So with that said, it was a little short episode today. I really wanted to get into a little bit more. But, you know, it's okay. Next week we'll have Cat back and then we'll get into it. But I just want to get some information out there. Kind of what I think about my team thus far. And that's, I don't really have many answers. I, I still, just to recap a little bit. I still don't have a definitive answer on what Nick Sirianni wants to do with the offense. I don't think they even have an identity yet. Uh, defense, I really like to see Gannon make the adjustments he did last week. Hopefully it keeps going this week, um, and they're going to need them. So with that said, uh, go birds, uh, fly, Eagles fly, and uh, hey, get back to you next week. Peace out, everybody.